Miller and Condon. Ken Miller. Oh, mama. Trent Condon. Four. This is Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO. All right, good morning, everybody, and welcome to Miller and Condon on a Monday, middle of May. May the 1-5 is Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Trent Condon, Ken Miller, for the next couple of hours, talking sports with you. Appreciate you tuning in here this morning. BMW of Des Moines guest list shapes up like this. Scott Docterman's been busy over at The Athletic. Uh, we will uh, pick his brain on a number of the uh, pieces that he wrote this week. Scott Docterman, who covers the Hawkeyes and the Big Ten, he'll join us at 11.30. Matt Snyder in his normal spot, Monday at 12.05. We go around Major League Baseball. A uh, couple of uh, resonating series sweeps this weekend, perhaps, uh, we'll get into that uh, with Matt and uh, all the rest of the baseball as well. And then uh, Nick Oson on Iowa State got another big commitment in the football program yesterday, a secondary uh, piece. Not a secondary piece, a player that will play Plays in, in the, the secondary. secondary. Yeah, yeah. Right. I got you. I don't want to minimize the kid's uh, contributions in the future, but uh, that's where we're at. And then Trent's Plays of the Day, Circus Sports sponsors those. Those come up about 10 minutes before the hour of one. We're down to four in the NBA. We will be down to four in the NHL after tonight. Another year, well, the Stanley Cup will reside in the United States. No Canadian team again. I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'm not. Does that surprise you? <laughs> um Look, for TV ratings, I guess it's good. It's just an anomaly. I don't know. Is it an anomaly? It's 30 years, man. That's that's more than that. It's crazy. Because there are how many franchises are Canadian? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So Let me go across the country. We're talking about a quarter of the teams, though. Yeah. Roughly. Uh, yeah, yeah. Are from Canada. Yeah. Well, a quarter of the teams don't win a championship over a 30-year period. I'm no mathematician. Mm-hmm. That's an anomaly. Yeah. Well, um, we'll we'll see. It's not going to happen this year, but we'll find out who the fourth is. And and think about the teams, both in basketball. My, how good is Miami sports fans got it? Team stunk during the regular season. And one's in the uh, Eastern Conference Final in the NHL. The basketball team was an eight seed, is in the NBA Eastern Conference Final against Celtics. Now, everyday Joes don't give a crap. Nope. If you live in Miami, what the Heat and the Panthers are doing are probably the least of what you are at the top of your wish list. What would it be? Oh, beach? Yeah. Clubs? I guess. South Beach? I don't know. It's been Cuban a long time. food? Yeah, that's good. Good food? Yeah, palm trees. Dancing the night away? Yep. No state tax? I know that. A little sniffy sniffy? Not sure about that, but there's a lot going on. There is a lot going on. Uh, and uh, As you NHL know, I'm probably the wrong guy to ask about that, but... I'm just, maybe I'm playing some generalities here. Yeah, painting with a pretty wide brush. (laughs) Right, with the South Beach scene. Uh A little bit different. Uh, Come talk to me when the Marlins win. I think the Dolphins are going to be relevant in the east of the AFC. I don't think they'll win. Is it because of the amount of transplants in Miami that... Probably so. Yes, snowbirds, certainly in the wintertime. Yes. A lot of them. Uh, a lot of them in the wintertime. I mean, my whole street goes. More Ranger fans than there actually are. Panther probably fans so. probably down yeah, there in South Florida. So. A lot of New Yorkers transplants. Mm-hmm. Uh, More anyways. Yankee fans than there are Marlins. And we could well, that's true. Go all that's the way true. through. That's true. I mean, Tampa. We see in Tampa, yeah, every we year. We see in Tampa every single year that the Yankees uh, take over. Baseball was good. Uh, go back to Friday night. Golden State was not good. This was an absolute. No. So what does this mean for the Warriors in the, in the big picture? Um, has it, is the window closed? Yes, it has. 
Definitively? Yes. Steph Curry's still going to be there. This team is broken. Uh Uh-huh. And it broke on a preseason fight. Oh, I forgot all about that. Yeah, yeah. Draymond Green. Yep. Draymond couldn't be 100% Draymond. And when Draymond's even 90% Draymond, Mm -hmm. it's a problem. Mm Mm-hmm. Because he was in game six, he was. <laughs> Offense. I'm talking about all embodied. Not not okay. just because Draymond, as a basketball player, he's not Draymond. There is so much more to what he is, his importance to a team, mm-hmm. team building, championship, mm-hmm. DNA, all those mm-hmm. extras. Yep. Just what he is as a basketball player. Get under the other team's skin. Yes. Mm-hmm. Did he go after LeBron? No. No. Did he go after AD? Not that I saw. He's going after Dennis Schroeder. <laughs> yeah. Darvin uh-huh. Ham. Right. Yeah, those aren't the guys, right? That's Ham's not... done a hell of a job, though. Give him credit. That's but that's right? not Draymond. No, true. True. And without Draymond being mm-hmm. 100% Draymond, mm-hmm. it's not that he's unplayable because he does so many things and just what he does scoring and on and on and on. It is, you don't get everything that is necessary for him and for this team to hit the apex. Pool's broken. Yeah. We saw that. Yeah. That was not the same guy that we nope. saw a year ago. Nope. They did not push the right buttons with the young guys. Mm-hmm. As we were talking about Wiseman last week, he was traded away. Yeah, Kaminga has not uh-huh. hit. Yet they are in this salary cap hell mm-hmm. where they can't really do anything. DiVincenzo's a nice piece. He's fine. Yeah, but he's a nice piece. You, you, you can be, you take him on your roster. Kale has a uh, uh, kid, though. You're going to be bounce your grandson talking about Dante <laughs> DiVincenzo. No, probably not. Right. No, probably he's fine. not. That is, the that glory is, days of John Elway. Right. That's where I live. That's what you're going to be talking yeah. about. Not Dante DiVincenzo. No. Maybe Villanova. Who, who shot was... Who airballed the three? DiVincenzo was blocked, and then Reeves got the rebound at the end of the... Was it Thompson? I never saw clearly who the airball was. Know. Right side of the floor. Yeah. Brick. DiVincenzo gets the rebound. It's blocked into Reeves' hands. Up the floor he goes. Hits the midcourt jumper. As the just before the buzzer was to go off, and essentially that was the end of the it game. Was, I yeah. thought, um, even when they got it to ten a couple of yeah, times, I never thought they were going to come late back. Late third, trend. early fourth, never thought they were coming back. It was just okay, and yep. the Lakers would have a response. Yeah, and we talked about this last week. LeBron, when he struts out there, knowing at this advanced part of his career, thirty-eight, there are times that he's got to. Ra- Wasn't he just on ESPN two playing in that high school game and putting tape over his tattoos? Uh, this just in, we're getting old. It just seems like that was yesterday. And here we Remember are. Remember when ESPN man put tape over his tattoos? Yes, I do. Jesus. Cover those things up. Cover them up. Can't have yeah, them in high school. High apparently. school, absolutely not. You've you got to um, be 18 to have a t- tattoo anyway. Is What's that true? I didn't here? know that. Is well, that yeah. true? Oh, yeah. Even with parental consent? Uh, with, uh, I, yeah, don't know. Don't know. I I've never had a Jack tattoo. Jack hasn't come to you yet. And, no, you know. not, not yet. Not yet. Soon, I'm sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> I have uh, non-tattooed, never had a piercing. Nor have I. Nope. Flirted with an ear, flirted with Flirt, it, flirted, flirted with it. Thought you know, this I is a bet good idea. Nineteen eighty nine, that would have been a good look for yeah, you. Yeah, I would probably had one back then. That's yeah. when I was thinking about it, but never diamond the stud. Yeah, maybe, maybe a little cross hanging, no. or a little hanger no, there. Never into that. No, never into that. Just well, I saw the mullet. Yeah. Woo, classic, huh? He showed me a picture of that beauty. <laughs> that thing uh-huh. was immaculate. Uh huh. I told you. <laughs> I can see you. What was the name of the uh, dance bar that you went to? Oh, there's so many. The machine music box? I don't know. I don't recall. There was something you brought up. Was it? I Downtown music box? Oh, no. On Court Avenue, yeah, you mean? Yeah. yeah, somebody told us. I don't remember. Anyways. You and that mullet. Yeah. Just busting groove. Uh-huh. Looking great. Anyways. Full circle back. Mm-hmm. Warriors are done. Yet, 
they're not because of Curry. And of Kerr. They'll bring everybody back. Uh-huh. Everybody, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Because at Was this, this point, their first loss other than the finals in the Steve Kerr era? Did I see that? Yeah, this is the first time they lost to a Western Conference team that in the playoffs. Is, is incredible. Now they missed it a couple of They missed them, sure. But this is the first time and, yeah. that they haven't got through to the final in the Kerr era. 14 and 0. I just. Holy mackerel. Something like that, I think. Then on the other that. hand, there's Doc Rivers and his ineptitude. And, Did Trent, you that, see this number? The, the recent one? He is now 0 in 10, 0 for his last 10 yeah, in closeout games. I know. And, and he's lost 34 overall mm-hmm. in his career, something like that. Trent, this was a good game for 12 minutes. Nah, 14 minutes. 14 minutes into the game. Well, it was tied in the third for a minute, wasn't it? Was it 55-55? It was. I don't remember that. I'm not saying you're wrong. Did they get it tied? I don't recall that being the case. Yeah, it was, it was 55-55. Okay. And then the wheels fell off. Um, because how many points did they get in the third quarter? Ten. Ten. And, 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 and how many did Tatum have in the third quarter? It felt like almost all the 51. I think he outscored them single-handedly in the third well, quarter. Well, because what do you have, 23 in the first half, something like that? Uh-huh. Like, well, he's not going to maintain this pace, and, and then no, he jumps he up in the third I, He was he was put the game away. Did they have 17 in the third quarter? Is that what it was? Oh, he went crazy. Yeah. Uh, you know what the game turned? I thought, I thought it turned on Harden's miss. Mm-hmm. Um, getting brown in the chops, yes. drawing blood, uh, flagrant one. I thought that that was the game, ter- the moment in the game where it turned everything in the Celtics' favor, and then it just went downhill after that. I mean, the third quarter, I was scoring thirty-three to ten, just brutal. Fifteen and eight for Embiid, nine, six, and seven mm-hmm. for James Harden. Yeah, and after the game, and Embiid had nothing left. I mean, he no. just looked gassed. After the game, need more help? No, 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 no. Game sevens are about the stars. It's, it's your turn to shine. Yeah. You're 0-3 now in game sevens. Yeah. Chances to advance to the Eastern Conference You're Finals. You're the MVP. Nobody else. Nope. This is the last yep. time. You can do it in the offseason. Mm-hmm. And what was Niang doing, by the way, grabbing I, the leg? That was weird. And, I, and then the technical on top of it. I heard just, somebody say that that happens kind of often. You know, kind of thinking around. I, maybe it. I guess I could see it, but... And everybody else stands up, and he just kind of sits there and kind of... <laughs> what? I do nothing. Turtles down. <laughs> what are you looking at me down. for? No, not with me. Oh. That's a bad look. It was a bad look. But worst look... It was a bad game. ...is your MVP. Yeah. On a disappearing act. 15-8, and eight, mm-hmm. and then saying, well, we need more help. Yep. Can you win with James Harden at this point? Huh. We have a lot of history now that you can't. Uh-huh. And outside He certainly of, had his moments in this series. Game one was did. an all-timer. And he'll still do that. Uh-huh. But you got to win 16. And with what he does, well, the lack of anything in the offseason, playing his way into shape when the regular season comes, the physicality that it takes to get to that point, where a huge part of his game is you have to have the referees make calls yeah. in order for it to happen. Yeah, there's a couple of games every series where he can be the best player. Mm-hmm. But can you do it four straight series? I don't think so. Even at this point as a number two, I don't think that's what he is anymore. Yeah. There's just too much at baggage. Moments, I, I thought that was huge when when he got teed up. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I just I, I don't have much hope for this uh, for this Eastern Conference final. I don't. I hope I'm dead wrong. But I mean, Miami's been a wonderful story. I get that, and they fooled everybody up until this point. But can they really give Boston a series? Can they really 
go toe-to-toe with the Celtics? Man, I'm not so sure that they... I certainly hope that they can. Because the last thing I want to do is see this as a blowout. I mean, do you think that this thing... Make a case for Miami. They took them to seven a year ago. Okay. (laughs) That's all I have. Mm -hmm. When you look everything... But I was against Miami in the playing round. I was against Miami in the first round. Mm -hmm. I was against Miami lost round. And they just keep coming. Everything on paper... Well, the, the series price... I was shocked how big it is, though. What is it? It shouldn't be... Take a guess. Just take a guess. I, I'm giving you how a big little... of a favorite that the Celtics, the Celtics are? are just to win uh, this series. Minus uh, minus three twenty, minus five ten. Really? At circa, you can be- get better than four to one right now on the Heat to win at plus four hundred five. Now I don't want to, but at that price, <laughs> I almost feel like I have to because if we get to even a game six or a game seven. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be able to make a profit out of it, right? Yeah, true. True if you get that far. So that's what I'm. how I'm playing this. I don't think the Heat are going to win. Do it minus Tyre Healer when what, Max Struess is going to go out there. Talent-wise, the gap between these two teams is as significant yeah. of a conference finals as maybe, and I'm not no NBA historian, but I can't remember an NBA finals with the talent difference this big. I just can't see this being close. But again, as you said, we were all. Like, yeah. I had nine of the 16 teams in the NHL to make the play. You know what I've got left? One. Carolina. Carolina. Big Hurricane fan. Oh, huge Hurricane fan. Uh, let's get Tom and then Jeff. Tom's up first. Tom, welcome to the program. How are you? Yeah, no, I don't want to be on the program. I just want to Okay, talk to thank us. you very much. Uh, Jeff is up. Jeff, welcome to the program. How are you? Doing well. Uh, so Friday night, I'm getting ready. I'm um, getting excited for game six. Yep. Um, all those things I said, LeBron James and company, when LeBron James and I gotta eat, I gotta eat the crow. I'm not the biggest LeBron James fan. I respect his game. Mm-hmm. When he comes out and when he wants to make a difference offensively, driving the basketball, getting in to Ken's body. I just think when Ken's playing basketball back in the day and someone's just pounding on you, mm-hmm. pounding on you. That's that's what LeBron did. Yeah. LeBron's got that nice little sweet eight foot fadeaway shot. Uh, stop shooting threes, LeBron. When he drives and gets in that paint at the elbow and wants to post you up, it's over. And that's what he was doing uh, mm-hmm. Friday night. He was making a difference. AR has arrived. Now, what people need to remember, <laughs> yes. what people need yes. to remember is, though, uh-huh. is that he's running around guarding Steph Curry, Clay Thompson every game. When, you, when, he, when he matches up with somebody uh, on Denver, you're really going to see the true AR game. Because he averages, you know, from the second half of the season, he was averaging 15, 17 points a game, and he was a huge difference offensively. But then when you guard, again, Clay and Steph, your offense numbers are going to drop. But when he made that half-court shot... Who missed the the three-ball? Who airballed the three? Was it Thompson? I believe it was Thompson, and I want to get to him real quick. Um, But when AR, you know, made that shot, Golden State was there. They were down by seven, missed missed that three, could have cut it, Mm-hmm. Even going into halftime, you thought, okay, going to face the third quarter team. Yeah. You know, they can weather the storm. Clay Thompson, to have that shooting performance once again, I don't know what's going on there. Uh, he was a no, another complete He's old. no show. That's, that's what's going He's on old. here, Jeff. It's, it's an old team. It's an old team that is locked into what they are because they do not have flexibility. Old age wise or old? Games wise, both, yeah, definitely. Because they both. play a lot of postseason, yeah. right? Seven. Well, trips how old to is the Clay finals? Thompson? Early thirties. Uh, Cl- 
34? Uh, I believe early 30s. He's got one more year on his deal. Yeah. Now, I know we're in a we're in a we're in Des Moines. Play a lot of basketball. I want to break this down. I want to break this down real fast. First, they got to re-sign Bob Myers, their GM. Number one. Number two, Draymond Green's a free agent. You got to figure out what you could do there. You know, he's the motor of the team. He's going to have to take a pay cut. Mm-hmm. Number two, or number three, Clay Thompson has one more year on his deal. He has to take a pay cut. He's making forty-one million dollars. Yeah, he's not taking pay cut. If you no. can get, if that's, you can that's get, not how this works, though, Jeff. I know you love your well, Warriors. I, I, I get it. You told us there's going to be a Game 7. I told you dead wrong, and here we are. This is an old, broken team. Draymond's uh, punch completely changed it, and there's not coming back. Unless this team is able to retool, it's not happening. And even Bob Myers, there's no guarantee he's coming back. But to think that Draymond's going to take a discount, that they, Clay's going to, in his final year, redo his contract, it's just not likely. Come live in reality with us, Jeff. And the reality is, your You're Warriors, fired up today, they're done. DC. They're done. Well, Jeff's been telling did us for two go, months. Did you go O for the weekend or something? No, I had a winning weekend Trent, again. Can I, Trent, can I ask you a question? Yeah. So, Steph Curry has three more years on his deal. He's still playing at a high level. Yes, correct? he is. I, I love Steph. The rest okay. of them, garbage. So, uh, oh, gar- garbage. Yeah. Okay. Now, Clay Thompson did lead the, lead the league in three-point, not percentage, but made threes this year. I don't know if I would say garbage, but... I'll go with you know what I'm saying, okay. Jeff. Come on. Come on. Okay. All right. So, Steph Curry's in his prime. If you, how are you? How are they going to retool if you're going to let Green walk? That's what I'm LA, telling you. You, you can't. They they are so in a spot right now where unless you do things completely differently, this is what you are. And if you're the Warriors getting it to the second round, even as a six seed, that's not what your organization is about. That's not what Steph Curry's about. It's about championship. And the current construction of this team is not winning a championship. What about if they get rid of Poole and Kaminga and bring in some veterans with the veterans they have? Who are you going to get for that? What, what are they, salary cap-wise, how are they going to be able to make that happen? Well, Poole's deal starts, I think, June 1st for $128 million. So if you can get that off the books, I'm sure Kaminga is making pennies to the dollar. Um, and I don't know. I'm, I'm assuming they want to re they want to keep Wiggins, and he's making, I think, in the 130 range. They're $100 million over the luxury tax. But their owner has said that he's willing to pay that if they're competing for championships. Well, he's got a brand new building he needs to fill. Yeah. So, I mean, with with what you know, we're kind of talking about. If you think that you know the dynasty is over, if they can somehow retool it with getting rid of Pool, I think you got to still keep Wiggins. I, you know what? Here's uh, the, here's the bottom line. I hope they do figure it out because I don't want to see the the twilight of Steph Curry's. Career. I'm with you there. I mean, I want to see him on the big stage. I'm not sure how long he'll get. He's a generational on player. I love Steph Curry. Absolutely. He's brought these guys. Jeff, got to run. Ride. Appreciate yeah. the call, brother. I really do. And Tom, you call back during the break uh, since yes. you didn't want to be on the air. Take call back during the break, Tom. I'd uh, love to hear from you. Well, whatever on your mind. So, um, I, I, I lean to your side of the debate. Uh, as much as anything, just the toll that all the... I mean, these guys have played an extra regular season, so if they're... If the birth certificate says they're X, they're actually Y, right? Clay, Clay Thompson's 33. 33? Yeah. So he's he's played a ton of basketball games. But there um, is a lot going on. Because this... I don't think this Lakers team... There's been better Lakers teams. Oh, yeah. And they just... They knocked them out in six. Knocked them out in six. Mm-hmm. It was... And right away, just the smart play of LeBron. What does he do? Get the ball in the post? Yeah. Let's see how Wiggins is really doing inside. Huh? Let's let's see how that phys- just wears you down. He does. So, do they have a chance against Denver? I mean, this is going to be All the better of the two said. conferences. I agree. I think we're we're destined for Denver Celtics. I hate to say it, but I'm right there with you. The Nuggets are only minus one fifty five, and I love that. Hmm. 
you see the Lakers, they got to steal. They got to steal, obviously, one of these first two. Yep. They have to do Gets that. underway tomorrow night for that series? Yes. Yeah, tomorrow night for that one. Start Tuesday, Wednesday uh-huh. this week. And by the way, I do want to get to this. You know, just because Connor McDavid is on sports, and I want to bring this up. Okay. You're going to have to help me on that one. Well, just the fact it's 10 o'clock at night for crying out loud. This is the biggest star in the game. You're parking them at night, and ESPN wouldn't move two last-place teams to ESPN2 and put this game on at 6 o'clock or 7 o'clock. Oh, that's ESPN kept the Red Sox and the Cardinals game number 33 of 162 and Wait. parked this at 10 o'clock Eastern? Good God. You're trying to grow the game, and this is what you're doing? You're doing no favors. What? do you think is going to rate better? Well, I would hope the hockey. This this was a 9-1 blowout game. I get the franchises. Cardinals, Red Sox, marquee names. Get it. It's game 33 of 162. We but, can't move that to ESPN, too? Well, I'm going to guess it wasn't just ESPN's decision. It was ESPN's decision, apparently. Baseball said that was okay. Uh, I'm not even sure it got to baseball. ESPN said, we're keeping baseball the way it is. No, we won't put you on the deuce because then you'd have to go up against Red Sox and Cardinals. We'll wait until the game is over, and then we'll put the game on. And they put the game on ESPN, too, because the game wasn't over at 9 o'clock. This is the best player in the world. Get it's a Canadian franchise. It is. I get it's hockey. But ESPN is supposed to have a contract with a sport they want to help grow. That's what the release said. And then you do that? Come on. 9-1. The game stunk. Let's see. Games 2 and 3 of the Golden Knights Oilers sank 37% last Saturday, 13% on Monday on ESPN. We're talking about uh, about a million, 1.18 million. That's what it is. I know. Get it. The question's all about, it's always about money, right? Yeah. Well, here's your answer on this one. Money once again. So, uh, let's see. Major League Baseball, let's see if there's any schedule notes or uh, rating notes, excuse me, on that. Not seeing anything currently right now. Comes down to money. And now I liked it because I was able to watch it. Mm-hmm. So, I was into that one last night and told you before the series, why was Vegas such a big underdog? With the, I, with the goaltending of the Oilers, which has been no, their no, huge no, question. No. That's true. They're terrible. Terrible. Yes. But, but the Golden Knights don't have any goaltending either. That's true. Well, Both of these teams. And their one guy got hurt. That, well, yeah, Boswan got hurt. Um, I have been looking all, well, not all morning. I logged, on, I logged on to my apps and tried to find. Is there a price for the Eastern Conference, Western Conference right now you can bet? Oh, I I've been so saying. wrong in the pucks. i got to salvage something. So you're going to buy some West? No. I said it. Heck no. Oh, no. <laughs> That's how upset. Man, we're both kind of fired up this morning, aren't we? A little punchy on a Monday. Ten o'clock in the East. For God's sakes, he's the best player in the world. So East versus West. So you get both East teams or both West teams. That's what you're looking for That's here in the NHL. For. By the way, there is sports betting app news. Points bet is gone. They've been purchased uh, overnight. Fanatics uh, and uh, points bet came to an agreement. Points bet will sell all of their U.S. business as we... Um, about a month ago, that story came out. We talked mm-hmm. about it. Um, so if you're a points bet customer, I don't know what this means for you. I would guess that you will just you know, migrate over to Fanatics. Mm-hmm. But they're going to have to get licensed. But this is the same thing that happened. They Remember when we went from William Hill into Caesars? Right. It was a pretty easy and smooth transition. True. but Same thing happened in but here. But Caesars has a gaming license. They do. 
Now, what I also, don't think, unless I'm wrong, does Fanatics, I thought they made t-shirts. They do, but they have gaming licenses in Ohio and one other state right Okay, now. so they're on their way. Now, a huge part of their purchase of PointsBet is the technology. So they're going to take PointsBet, they're just going to rebrand it. Mm-hmm. It's going to be as simple but as that. But they still have to get licensed. Right, they do, but... I think that process at this point is pretty simple. They've already been licensed in two states, so well that that's encouraging. It's that, that, be that, that works in their favor that they won't be starting from scratch. I also saw that uh, their deal with the NBC sports affiliates across the country, including the one in Chicago. Yeah, what happens there? Which may interest people. Those contracts continue. Do they? Yes, that will continue as part of it. The, so. Is Cappy still going to work for PointsBet? That's what... Is Teddy Greenstein, who left the his, Chicago Tribune, going to still work for, uh, for, for It Fanatics? didn't say individual names. It just mm-hmm. said those well, contracts I'm hoping for the people... Well, especially oh, yeah. for Teddy. Cappy's fine. Cappy's so, got too many irons in the fire. Well, yeah, but they both. I mean, yeah, for everybody. Huh? You see that? Gets a little nervous, and now that continues. Yep. So points bet is $150 million was the acquisition price. Which uh, I thought was a little low. I did, too. And you know what? They pick up all of the, uh, um, all of the outstanding de- debt, if you will, mm-hmm. all of the risk that's still out there if you have futures. Yeah. Um, uh, Fanatics is going to either put that in their account or pay them out once uh, those tickets are um, graded. Anyways, that's the sports betting news. Nothing on I when I was state this week. No, uh, over the weekend. I mean, which um, I just want to know. Here's I don't. You know, the coach, the universities want to know worse than we do. But when are we going to know the length of suspensions? Oh, What's this mean? It could be well down the line. I know it, but they've got to be pulling their hair out because there may be some circumstances where, you know, uh, the depth chart. Um, although I just say it doesn't have one. You have to start working your way down the depth chart to making sure the number two or the number three are ready to go. There's no practice right now. Nope, true. So we got true. a while. Yep. We got until August. Now, there is baseball going on. Iowa gets a sweep over the weekend. How about that? Good for them. And, and Brody Brecht was phenomenal finally. yesterday. Got a couple extra days. Uh-huh. Struggled a little bit with the command again. Yeah, I had, it filled, uh, they had the bases loaded. I saw an interview with him after the In game. In the six, yeah. Yeah, and he stuck with him, and he was appreciative of that. But And got out of it, but... All four players that were not in the dugout against Ohio State, uh-huh. they were back in the dugout. Obviously, didn't play in their uniforms. They were in the dugout. Gotcha. That's what I know. Yeah, okay. that, and just reading a story about it, they were in the dugout. I don't know. Well, they, they had to have their uniforms on if they were in the dugout. I would right. assume. I mean, managers, coaches right. wear right. uniforms. Right. Uh, it doesn't mean that Rick Heller is going to get out there coming <laughs> off surgery. Is going to play a little third base. Uh, we'll take our time out. Scott Dockerman will join us next. Maybe Doc's got some info on that scheduling and uh, how that's going to work out. There's Big Ten meetings going on today. Uh, there's Pac-12 meetings going on today. That There's a lot of eyeballs on those because apparently the school presidents that are meeting in it's in Seattle or in the Washington area, um, don't you think he'll be asked to show his work? Oh, yeah. You think? <laughs> this is not one we're just going to take. Right. All right, we're behind we'll closed doors. Yeah. Uh, we've heard a lot. Uh, uh, let's hear it straight from you. What have you got? Uh-huh. And more importantly, how much have you got? Dollar signs wise. Doc next. Miller and Condon. It's Des Moines Sports Station. One hundred six point three. Shine your side. Yeah. You ready? Showtime on May third. Summer starts with the Fall Guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. 
Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Okay, you got the job. Isn't that the commercial? It was just the commercial. Just past 11.30, Miller & Collin, the Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO. Slash is pretty good with Yeah, he's not time. bad. Yeah. Not bad. The TV commercial's really good. The rest <laughs> of the band just jaws gape. Uh, here's Scott Dockerman. He covers the Hawks. He covers the Big Ten. And he's with Miller and Condon just past 11.30 on a Monday. Hello, Doc. Trend Ken, how are you? Congratulations, first of all. Uh, son and daughter both graduates. You, you and your wife made it through, Doc. Well done. Thank you so much. It was not easy, that's for sure, but uh, we got it done and uh, did it on a reporter's salary. So <laughs> yeah. a lot of... You know, a lot of miles on the 2008 Ford Edge that I still own, but uh, but we got it done. Yeah, it's well done. Way to go. Very pr- I saw it yesterday. I could just tell in your tweet how proud you were to get that done. So let's talk about, uh, first of all, I just love when uh, reading column, opening up, and I'm, I'm trying to, I'm paraphrasing because I don't have, emptying out a reporter's notebook. Those type of columns where you just kind of bounce around, right, to stuff that didn't make your article that you thought worthy of putting out there in the public domain. I love those type of comment, or those type of columns, Doc. A little bit of everything in there. I guess we'll start with one of the topics, and that was gambling, and Ferentz had a lot to say on it. And I just, I think the question that everybody, we want to kind of get to the end, right? Okay, now that we know that this is out there, we think we have an idea what it's about. How's it going to adjudicate itself? Uh, when will we know, Doc? I would love to know that answer. I mean, I would hope sooner rather than later, and I'm I'm not trying to be evasive. It's just I really don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, it really it really comes down to the number, the amount of money waged, probably along with that, the amount of times uh, the money was waged. And then what were the sports bet upon? I mean, if it was a couple of times and it was, uh, you know, the NBA or the NFL, you know, in less than $100 or somewhere in the neighborhood of 50 to $100, you know, you might miss a game, you know, maybe on appeal, maybe even less than that. But if, you, if uh, you know, and there's been so many rumors, it's hard to really know what's what. But if some, if an athlete was betting on, let's at Iowa, for instance, let's say, uh, the final four for women's basketball, they're never going to play again. Mm-hmm. So it's really going to be this, uh, you know, who did what, when, and how, and, and that's where everything's going. And it's what's really, I guess, unfortunate to some extent, because I think they all know the rules. They broke them, so they've got to yep. pay for that. But I also think that, you know, the most punitive right now has to deal with the spring sports, both at Iowa State and Iowa, uh, then track and field, and then baseball at Iowa, because – their the end of their season is right now. So if it was fairly innocent, small, then you know the, then they are losing a, a major chunk of their season. Whereas if it's say men's basketball or football, and it was a minor violation, then they lose you know a game or two off the top, and that's about it. You know, you mentioned that and. Betting on the women's team, that's a problem. But we've saw the numbers. Uh, Lysticow was able to uh, find those and digging through the NCAA to find those numbers. After we get through this, and taking the Iowa-Iowa State part of it away and taking our state away from it, just in general, the world is so different, even when they changed the rules four years ago. 
Does the NCAA need to reevaluate what they're doing for of-age sports wagers if they want to do it, allowing, you know what, you're in track and field and you want to bet on the NBA, that's okay. Making at least even maybe the professional sports angle a little bit more realistic, or do you think they have it right, Doc? That's a great question, Trent, and it's one that really needs thorough debate. I think they need it debated um, because the, the schools are, themselves are part of the NCAA. They're the ones who make the rules, the leadership councils, and they discuss all of this. So it's not just one monolithic entity that, that throws the hammer down. So I do think that there needs to be some reevaluation, and perhaps it's nothing, at, you know, nothing collegiate and not the sport you play at the professional level. Uh, because, you know, that, and I, and this is just a, uh, an example, but let's say, uh, somebody was texted with Keegan Murray before the Warriors series and Keegan says, yeah, I've heard, you know, so-and-so not feeling very well. I don't think he's going to play tonight. And then boom, you know, you, you have inside information you can bet on and, and make money. That's, that's probably a little bit too close to it. But, you know, if you're talking about somebody who's, from, you know, their dad's from Chile and he's the coach and you really like the Eagles and you want to bet $20 on the Super Bowl, really there's no harm in that. Or mm-hmm. fantasy football if you're a basketball player and things like that, even fantasy sports in general. Uh, but, you know, again, that has to go through this vigorous process. And, and the athletes broke the rule. Mm-hmm. And really they deserve whatever punishment comes their way. It, it, but I think this is a very teachable moment at large for the rest of the country as, this is what happens if you do not uh, pay attention to this. There's just you're losing your innocence on this. Uh, Doc, we know that there's 41. Um, do is there whispers that this is tip of the iceberg, or do we think that um, whoever the DCI has identified as being caught up in that in this? Do you think that they that this is it? This is this is the number that uh, uh, that, that ultimately uh, there's not going to be any more added to this list. Yeah, I think what Iowa released last week, last Monday, with 111 names that were kind of in that suite. Some were former student athletes. It doesn't say whether they're graduated athletes or if they're transferred athletes. But I think uh, you know th- this is probably the lion's share of the number. I don't. I wouldn't expect any more to come in because if you know, unless somebody did something even more recent than last Monday, and if they are, they don't deserve to play college sports because they're, uh, frankly, just very stupid. They're too stupid for college. Doc, (laughs) you got me there. Uh, Doc, I uh, (laughs) woke up this morning and perusing through your talk about the Big Ten schedule and what it's going to look like going forward with the additions of USC and UCLA. Now, again, maybe it's where we live, but the one in my head that makes the most sense is the hybrid version. Iowa, they want three rivalry games. And he give them three rival games. Ohio State, they're fine with just Michigan. And on and on and on. Penn State doesn't need a bunch of them. And you make this hybrid system and give yourself more flexibility. Where's the pushback on that? Because it feels like it's kind of the simplest solution. Yep. It's the simplest solution when it comes to just you know making sure everybody has their rivalry circled and then you can cycle through everybody else. It's the math that makes it challenging, mm-hmm. and how often do you cycle through? And, and then there will be some pushback, inevitably, that uh, you know they want to make sure that the league schedule is, is fair and balanced, and yet it's not when you have one team playing three teams every year and another team playing one or zero. So they want to cycle through as often as possible. And, and so I think it's just kind of getting your head around it. The coaches do not like that at all. However, the administrators see some benefit to it, 
which is why it was somewhat written off a few months ago, but now it has re-entered that conversation. But, I mean, the, the easiest mathematical one is everybody gets three, and you play, you know, everybody you know, that those three teams four times over four years and everybody else twice over four years. Uh, but then there are other obstacles, such as the number of times teams will play on the West Coast in a given year. They want to max it out at one. So, uh, you know, like if Nebraska was um, – UCLA was its one of its three uh, annual opponents that they don't want to have to go, oh, yeah, but then on this year you're going to play both at UCLA mm-hmm. and USC. So there's, there's, there's obstacles. They want to ensure that there's never a chance to have three um, teams with a 9-0 and record. That's one thing uh-huh. that they are adamant about. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the chances of that is very, very, very slim, but if there's a chance that, say, Iowa misses – Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State goes nine and zero, and Ohio State does too. And then you know maybe USC does. It's just mm-hmm. the year that they miss everybody. Then that's the worst possible situation. So they're they're working through a lot of that. And um, I prefer probably the hybrid because I think you know if you're USC and UCLA, you don't necessarily want to have to play you know Nebraska four years out of four or Minnesota or or you know Illinois or something like that. But it also allows you to cycle through as many as possible and but then protect the most important rivalries. Uh, Doc, um, with with the Big Ten meeting this week, uh, the Pac-12 is also meeting, and I'm, I'm seeing a lot of this week in particular, now that Tony Petiti is in place, that he once again is at least exploring adding to their West Coast footprint. It's... Um, you know, there's um, it's on the internet, so it's got to be true, right? Uh, that, that at least these conversations are happening. I don't know if they are, Doc, but do you think now that Petiti's had a little bit of time uh, at at his desk, uh, that that the Oregon Washington discussion is, you know, starting to um, at least be whispered about again? Or where do you think that the conference is with the West Coast uh, schools? I think it's still status quo at this time because there's really some. Uh, I think there's some opposition among the longstanding Big Ten teams, Iowa among them, that they do not want more teams until they can figure out how everything comes together with USC and UCLA. And there's the financial component, too, that the the networks, Fox primarily, but the others aren't necessarily going to allow them to, or they're not going to give them more money or or a bigger share because Washington and Oregon are there. And when everybody's going to generate a neighborhood of $60 million dollars, immediately from these and then and then that grows over time you're going to have to say that combined washington and oregon add an extra 125 million dollars plus annually and the the networks don't see it and therefore the, the league is like well we're not taking you know most schools are like we're not taking any more money so i think that's probably where things set it might take some time for tony Petiti to kind of come to that conclusion if that's the case kevin warren was bullish on adding everybody and he faced major opposition. So I don't think that there's going to be some more additions now, um, but potentially in the future, that's the case. And, and if you're the Pac-12, if you're Oregon and Washington, if you want to remain status quo, get a short contract. And uh, by the time the Big Ten contract ends, then maybe you could go ahead and uh, uh, you know resume kind of some discussions, whether it's with the Big 12 or the Big Ten. So I saw Michael Oresco, the uh, commissioner of the American Athletic Conference, try to throw, throw out this long letter, uh, enough of the Power Five, it's no longer true. Well, yeah, it's Power Two. That's what we are morphing into. This is what this is building to, and the gap between 
the SEC, the Big Ten, and everybody else continues to widen. In the current structure, can can there really be a Power Five anymore? Or what's more likely, either two of the three are gobbled up, we have third and fourth and kind of everything after that, what do you think, how does this play out as it pertains to expansion and the structure that we've known now for the last decade plus of a Power Five? Well, that, that is a million dollar, well, billion dollar billion, plus yeah. question there, yeah, Trent. Um, I mean, there are really, frankly, two two leagues set at the ends of the tables and everybody else is trying to figure out where they sit in the middle. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it was a little bit more balanced, of course, 10 years ago and 15 years ago. But, uh, you know, at this point, I, I look at the Big 12 and I think, you know, they're they're actually in a position to, be, to acquire some really, you know, well, uh, teams that can mm-hmm. help their league. It's not Oklahoma, it's not Texas, it's not Nebraska or A&M, but they are ones that can really help drive that league. I think as long as they have access points, that's really the most important thing. But I think what's to watch, and we're still a few years away from that, is is the ACC. Yeah. I mean, you know, they have a really difficult grant of rights that it's tough to get out of that's extended for a long time, which you could say is, is really dumb. It's maybe dumb of the schools to have voted on it, but not dumb of the conference because conference is now a legitimate entity. But I, I do want to see whether or not there's some sort of agreements. I won't say alliance <laughs> anymore, but uh, you know, amongst some of these other leagues. Uh, but, you know, as far as Mike Oresco saying that the AAC is, you know, well, we just need to get rid of this. Well, you're not going to because that's the way people view it. I mean, if people, you know, we just got rid of BCS conferences is what people name. So I don't see people getting rid of the, the group of five and uh, because, I mean, when, you're really your three best group of uh, AAC members are out, and it could be SMU as well. And they're in different; they're in power conferences. People aren't going to look at it any more differently than they than when leagues cry about mid-major and low-major mm-hmm. status in mid-major best basketball. Uh, Doc, uh, just finishing up where we started when it comes to the Big Ten schedule and the fact that the athletic directors are in the uh, Big Ten headquarters uh, in Illinois today and tomorrow. I'm not. I'm not saying that uh, tomorrow at the end of the day we'll find out exactly what scheduling model that they prefer. But when will we know, Doc? I mean, there's there's got to be some sort of a time a deadline, right? That uh, we know what's going to happen because it's next year we're talking about after all. Yeah, I know, and I wish uh, you know. Th- and this is one like Gary Barta is probably one of the most frustrated ones because he's wanted it done for a long time. And then others have been, uh, you know, a little more hesitant. I think because today is officially Tony Petiti's first day at the office. He's been working with the Big Ten, but this is his first official day as commissioner. I'm sure he wants to reevaluate everything and meet with all of the the different, uh, you know, TV entities. What do they want? Because they're paying a lot of money. And if if they're saying, look, we're not going to get Ohio State, Penn State, or uh, Penn State, Michigan on a regular basis, because those are two of the highest uh, drawing uh, you know, uh, games that they have, then, then they're going to be upset. I mean, you know, so I think they're going to probably have, it's probably going to be pushed down the road a little bit. I say that now and I'll do it tomorrow, but, <laughs> but, but, uh, I, I do think it probably you know, sometime this summer, it, it, I'm sure it'll be ironed out and it wouldn't surprise me if it's big 10 media days in July that, you know, by that time they all get a chance. Let's mm-hmm. just go ahead and get this done. Uh, cause they don't need to do it. It's not necessarily for this, this year it's more into the next year that they got to really concentrate on it uh there's been a lot of content uh this last week at the athletic uh with your name on the uh on the piece what do you got coming up this week doc yeah I, um i'm still doing some draft stuff so i gotta look ahead to 2024 big 10 i already wrote that piece so that's uh part of it and actually i'm on my way to chicago right now to 
talked with, uh, you know, we're having a summit for all the, the athletic uh, college football staff. So I'll be in Chicago for most of the week, kind of dreaming up some new ideas for the rest of this month and the rest of the summer. And before you know it, we'll be talking about college football. And okay. It didn't look good on yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Works for us. Uh, and by the way, your colleagues, uh, a really good read on, you know, what's going behind the, on behind the scenes now that NIL is involved in these uh, group of five schools getting poached, etc. Pretty good read, Scott Dockerman. A lot went into it. I believe it was McMurphy and Olson, uh, their names on it. Uh, but that was a good read, nonetheless. Feldman. Yeah, we don't Feldman. have McMurphy. Gotcha. Yeah, McMurphy, that's true. Didn't you at one point of that ESPN? That's ESPN. ESPN. Yeah. ESPN. Gotcha. Yeah, not us. I guarantee that. Good stuff. Thank you, Doc. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you next Monday. All right. Have a good one, guys. Thank Thanks. you. Yep. Good to talk to you. Scott Dockerman from The Athletic. Did you read that piece? I just uh, skimmed Doc, it. Doc got me there at the end. Wow. Guarantee it's not us. Yeah. I wonder if he's got something for McMurphy. You know, McMurphy has a lot of stuff. Yeah. I like him. I do, too. I don't know if that's the full sentiment across the industry, though. Is that a fact? I've, I've ascertained that throughout uh, the years. Not well-liked? No, I wouldn't say that. Just He moves around a lot. He's more willing, I think, to go places before a lot of other people. Maybe doesn't have the solid... I don't. Well, look at me. Dennis Dodd's written pieces for a year that the Pac-12 is about to explode. <laughs> yes, he has. And he's still... And how many clicks do you think he's got on those? Why, every time he writes one, I click. Yeah, I know. You do. <laughs> Uh, it's it's become a right. Of, it's like we check off boxes in, 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 on the sports calendar year, right? Are we going to get any more expansion stuff this late spring into the summer? The Pac-12 is about to implode, Trent. I told you, it's on the internet. It's got to be true. Well, we know that's Although John Canzano says everything's fine. Everything's fine. Nothing to see here. John Wilner, don't, don't look over here. This thing is good. It's like at the end of Animal House, right? That was such a great Everything's movie. fine. Everything's fine. Yeah, such a great movie. <laughs> Kevin Bacon throwing his hands up. Yep. Oh, classic. Anyways, it's 10 before noon. It's Miller and Condon. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 K. Condon, welcome back. Final couple of minutes here. Hour number one, baseball with Matt Snyder from CBSSports.com. Kicks off the second hour. Nick Oson on Iowa State at about 12.30. Trent's plays of the day as well. You've seen who now has the best record in the National League? Uh, no. What do you got? Bone Cap was right. They'll, well, they'll be fine. They'll be fine. The Dodgers. The Dodgers. Uh, just when I was ready to throw dirt on them. Don't look now. I, I tried to warn you on that front. I just thought it was going to be the Padres year. Mm. And the Snakes, we both thought that their arrow was pointing up. What is it about San Diego or former San Diego teams? I have, have no Padres I, and Chargers every no. single year. And my first wife is from there. You'd think I would hate that city. <laughs> Love the city. Person a different conversation? Yeah, probably so. Okay. Uh, but... Um, I just thought the Padres with all they went over there. Bogarts, they got all this soda last year. He's going to be good. They can't pitch. They can't. Snell is not even close to no. what he once was. No. And 
He's not alone. Five straight losses now for the Padres. That's pathetic. Um, your Twins had a really good weekend, with the exception of Friday night. But yep. you have the concern about the team. Boy, they got, if they could only hit. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope they save some of those <laughs> runs for this week, Trent Condon. Joe Ryan was so good on Saturday. He was, he's, a, he's a great – is he all-star making his way toward the yes, all-star game? absolutely. I think he is, too. I don't think it is too – Jumping towards a really nice start mm-hmm. six weeks in. I think mm-hmm. there is much more than this. We we saw when he came up. He's and this year's Alex Manoa. He's 26 now. Just uh, will turn 27. He was a guy that, late developmental guy, played in college, was a Cal State Fullerton. Had good pedigree. We talked about his background as a water polo player. Yep. Why he gets such weird arm angles. Yep. But he's striking out a ton more than I ever mm-hmm. thought he was going to be. When they got him in the trade for Nelson Cruz, would have been now two years ago to Tampa, it was like... Maybe he, on a playoff team, maybe he's a three. There's more than that here. No, he's going to be the ace of your team. Yeah. He looked like a Kevin Tappany, Joe Mays, you know, those kind of guys when they were when they were good for the uh-huh. Twins, those type. Solid. Tappany came with the Mets and the Viola did, deal, yes, right? Yes, he did. And he was better than that. Uh-huh. He had a couple of years yep. where he was a really solid number two. Yep. I think there's more here from Ryan, and absolutely. You look at the numbers right now, there's no doubt about it. Kirilov got off, got his first two home runs of the season. Remember his story mm-hmm. from a couple of years back in the playoffs. It was a great weekend and really swinging it well. The pitching's been there all season long. They're not going to swing it like this, but you're, you become at least an average offensive team with the pitching staff the way they are. It was a really good team. team that could actually maybe do something come playoff time. On the other side, the Cubs... Just a bad weekend? I don't know. I, the, the the one th- lingering question I have coming out of that series is how in the hell far did Gallo's ball go that he oh. that, that That was mix, mischaracterized, right, of the distance they said it was? Trent, they don't, they, they, don't, they don't have it in place to measure a ball hit that far. <laughs> right. Think about that. Well, and with launch angles and everything else, you can't give us an estimate. So where did it land? Because that... The right field is where the gloves are and the yes. Sid Hartman poster, yep, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Or not poster, uh, statue. Yep. So was, that, was that where it landed? Apparently. Jesus. Did it land? It st- I, still I was, rolling? I've seen no evidence, no proof that it has. Might see it floating down the Mississippi here in a couple days. Uh, Miller and Condon, now we're two next.